You're listening to News Talk 980 CKNW, now in HD. Details at cknw.com. Uh, it's time now for the Midweek Money Talk Report. Uh, markets are rallying. Oil is rebounding thanks to a tentative agreement to not increase supply. Meanwhile, Canadians aren't shy about using their credit cards. And, geez, don't we know that all too well. Uh, with more on this, I'm joined by Michael Campbell, host of Canada's top-rated financial show, Money Talks. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Uh, let me start with the markets here. Big up days on Friday, then the Monday holiday, followed by big up moves Tuesday. And today, what's going on? You know, this is a tough one uh, to understand for people, but uh, because they're sitting there thinking that they're kind of an investor, they make an investment, but they got to understand to the degree to which uh, hedge funds are involved or speculators are involved in the markets. So I think what's happened here and why the force of this up move is that, hey, a ton of uh, those kind of people made a lot of money playing the market to go down through January. They did very well. So you come to, uh, you know, the new months, we, we saw some people actually close that position out. So remember, they were selling stocks in January, making money because they rebuy them at much lower prices. That's what I think is behind this uh, really sharp up moves. And we see that all the time in the market. It's just tough for people to wrap their head around. So you're not out there buying stocks at the moment? No, I'm very defensive, actually, right now. Uh, yeah, I, I've sort of been in a cash-like position really since early in the fall. And again, because I want to preserve my capital out there. And I think, as I say, this is a trader's market right now. And I'm an investor. So uh, I I will at some point jump back in uh, looking for high-quality stocks with good dividends, but right now I just don't think it's the time. Uh, Tell me about short-term positions on this sort of stuff. Well, the one thing that I have done, and I talked about it on Money Talks, is uh, when gold got about above 1180 an ounce, I said, you know, that probably triggers a short-term move here. And uh, so, yes, I did take a position in that with an eye to a very short term, which is quite unusual for me. I'm kind of looking at a two-month window. I, I think there will be a time on a much longer term to get into gold. I just don't see the signs that that is now. But, yeah, that's the only thing I've really done. Other than that, as I say, I've been pretty, uh, pretty on the sidelines. Uh, let's take a look at oil here. The market has reacted pretty well to the news that Russia and Saudi Arabia uh, have reached an agreement to keep production at January levels. Yeah, same thing as we just talked about with the stocks. You're talking about, in this case, the commodity oil that has gone down so sharply that uh, the traders and speculators, the hedge funds who were playing it to go down, watched it come back to that $26 level. That's what the low was about three weeks ago. And they decided, you know what, I'm closing out my position. So we've got a trading range going on right now. Uh, really 26 on the bottom, maybe 33, whatever it was in January at the top. And we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, as for that agreement... I mean, Iran is saying they support it, except for they're not going to do anything with it. And the bottom line is uh, those countries, including Canada, if you just look at what it costs you to pump that extra, that next barrel of oil, still have a lot of room to go in terms of uh, what's attractive that way. For example, Iran pumps oil on that, just simply that cash flow basis, at about three bucks. You know, and if you get these state-run oil companies or these countries like Russia, uh, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, they desperately need the money. So that's why they didn't cut production. And, I mean, there is hope that maybe the other OPEC members will follow suit. But I think that's what you're dealing with is that they're still going to keep that production number up. But on the short term, hey, it was a good reason to take some profit if you've been playing that market to go down. Uh, Let's take a look at some personal finance stuff for the moment. Yet another report uh, out on uh, Canadians' growing debt load. Credit card debt is up by 4% in the last quarter of 2015. Uh, Does that worry you? I was just telling you off air that I've paid just paid off all my credit card debt. That's a good thing. 
That's a very good thing. It's funny, you know, in the last month, I think we had the Parliamentary Budget Office, we've had the Bank of Canada uh, join a very long list saying they're worried about our debt loads. Now, I'd make a real distinction between what you're borrowing the money for. Very much, by the way, like our infrastructure debate. Hey, they spend the money on the right projects. I don't mind them doing it. They spend it on some of the bad projects, you know, that aren't increasing economic activity. Then I think it's going to be a waste of money. But it's the same individually. You know, what did you borrow that money for? So we know it about 60, 60 of that debt load that Canadians have is into mortgages. Well, we've watched housing prices go up. I'm not worried about most of those people, the vast, vast majority. Their assets have grown even faster than their debt loads. Where it does come problematic, though, is the credit card side. Hey, none of us can pay 17 18% in interest, especially, well, those are after-tax dollars, so I'm happy to hear you paid yours off. Mm. That's where I would worry. There's clearly some people who are going to be in trouble with that, so I really look at consumer debt, especially starting with credit cards, uh, with a much bigger red flashing light, where I don't worry near, near anywhere near this, not in the same ballpark, when you've bought an asset like a house. So it's not the same for me. So I'm worried about that particular side of the debt growth that's in credit cards. Uh, final question for you here, and I hear this a lot too, interest rates on car loans and mortgages have come down a ton, but the interest rate on uh, the, the we pay on credit cards, you just mentioned this, hasn't really changed over the years. Why is that? Yeah, that's a great question. A couple of very quick reasons. Number one, remember when I too take a mortgage out and I don't pay it, the financial institution or whoever lent the money has the house. You know what I mean? They get to take the house, yeah. so their money's not at risk. That's what these changes to the mortgage rules are, is to try and make sure whoever lent the money is not at great risk. And so they increase the amount you got to put down in case the market goes south. It's the same thing, not quite to the same degree, obviously, with a car. I'd rather own a house than a car, but still, they at least get to repossess the car. Not with credit card debt. It's not covered by anything. So the financial institution would say, you know what, we take a heck of a lot more risk here. When somebody just sort of, uh, you know, cops out on their credit card debt, hey, we got to eat that loss. So that'll be the number one reason you're going to hear why there isn't a big differential there. But it tells us this. That's the way it is with credit cards. Pay them off like you did. Pay them off at the end of the month so you don't have interest. Or do this. Switch your debt around. You'll still probably, if you have a good credit rating, be able to go to a bank, financial institution, and say, I want to borrow more on a consumer loan basis, maybe uh, it's a second mortgage, what have you, uh, check out the possibility of doing that and then paying off that credit card debt so it's not ticking away at 17% and instead you've got a more manageable maybe 5 6% or something like that in interest rates. All right, Michael Campbell, host of Canada's top-rated financial show Money Talks, which airs right here on CKNW on the weekends. Mike, thanks so much. Thanks, Rex. All right, we're going to take a break here. The Steel Report on the way, plus Hacks and Flax and Shelby Tom has a fantastic story coming out of Richmond this afternoon, that one that you need need to know about as well. Shelby Tom going to join us before six. We'll take a break. It's the Linda Steele Show. News Talk 980 CKNW.